are listening to Think Funny with Aaron Donnelly, Nate Sadler, and Matt Donnelly. For show notes and to check out Aaron's books, please visit AaronDonnelly.com. And now, the show that only thinks it's funny, the Think Funny Podcast. Welcome to the Think Funny Podcast. This is Aaron Donnelly. I am here with my co-host, Nate Sadler. Hey, everybody. And Matt Donnelly. Hello. And very special co-host today, my wife, Jenny Donnelly. Hi, friends. <laughs> Jenny is made for Disneyland. <laughs> and that, that one response right there tells you all you need to know. Uh, Jenny is very joyful and happy and very Disney. But uh, we're staying uh, currently... the. The episode today is about Disneyland. We're at, me and Jenny are actually at Disneyland. We're staying in the, in the Grand California Hotel. We, this is our fifth day in a row out of five days. There's such a culture around Disneyland and people that are obsessed with Disney. I used to hate those people. Like the people that used to collect the VHS tapes and had them when all they, lined up. When they would come out of the vault. Yes. And if you've ever had a Disney stuffed animal on your dashboard or rear dash, I just didn't like those people. And now I've become sort of one of them. (laughs) The very thing that I despise. Let me start off with this uh, really great story about Aaron. Last night we went to Mickey's house in Mickey's Toontown. And we walked through and looked at all the cute furniture and it's adorable. And Aaron's like, oh, this is cute. Okay. And then I said, well, we're going to go meet Mickey now and get our picture taken. Wait, we're going to meet Mickey? Yeah, yeah, we're going to meet Mickey. Wait, he, you know, like, he's here? Yeah, this is his house. This is where he's trying to take a picture with Mickey. And we walk in, the cast member guides you in, and Aaron's like, hi, hi, Mickey. Oh, hi. And it's he so starts- much, it's the buildup. It's the suspense. <laughs> they open the door. They're like, Mickey will see you now. <laughs> After a long wait, and then you walk in, and he's just—he's there, he's there, like on it's a stage. Mickey Mouse, and it's him. And they go, "Now it's time for you to meet the big cheese." Yeah, but and Aaron was so was like, giddy and so like yeah. childlike. It was, was like, adorable. I've, been, I, I've appreciated your work for many years. <laughs> uh, thanks for all you do. <laughs> was he by himself in this room, or did he have like a like a wrangler? No, like they have regulars. That would be like weird if it was just Mickey members. alone in a room. <laughs> yeah, that, I was going to say. <laughs> locked locked in. Yeah. <laughs> if it's just you and Mickey, no cameras allowed. <laughs> <laughs> Where did Mickey uh, touch you? <laughs> <laughs> and you have to be in there with him for like an hour, and he doesn't talk, so it's, it's a weird <laughs> vibe. Um, um, You know what's weird is that when we got married, we came here for our honeymoon, and Jenny laid this on me that I had to wear a sweatshirt that said Mr. and hers said Mrs. Yes. And it had Team Donnelly on the sleeve, and it said celebrating our anniversary, the whole thing. I don't like dressing in any way that draws attention to me. And so everybody's saying, oh, congratulations, blah, blah, blah. But now I'm all in. Like, I'm wearing full Disney stuff. (laughs) Here's the weird thing, though. Like, uh, all the guys here are dressed like super disney up, like with the ears and goofy and everything. But then when you go into the bathroom and it's just guys, everybody's kind of embarrassed at themselves. There's a quiet, there's a shame. There's like, oh, like the support of your wife and children to maintain this is gone. And it's just a bunch of guys in goofy sweaters. 
do you have a favorite ride that you both like? Um, I saw Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, and I was so jealous. Yeah, we haven't ridden that one yet. That is the only ride that ends with a with a sad ending. It doesn't have a happy ending. It ends with him going to hell, and then the ride is over. It doesn't. <laughs> there's nothing redeeming about it. It just ends. <laughs> But uh, probably our favorite ride is Guardians of the Galaxy, which is the old uh, Tower of Terror. It's just it's just the drop. It like is basically boiled down to the drop of a roller coaster. It's great. Once we rode it, I was like, "Oh, this is fantastic!" But Jenny, we had a long discussion last night that Jenny doesn't like my reaction in that ride. No, Mm-mm. and <laughs> because mm. I get a little crazy, I get a little. I'm usually pretty controlled, you but I get. To describe it a little. I almost go insane. I don't know what it, it is. It is insanity. I stomp my feet and I pump my fists in the air uncontrollably and yell. And during the ride, there's points where it's lit and you can look over and I can see Jenny's face. And like, it's just disapproval of my response to this ride. It's so, it, it is insane. It's like, who, what is this? And she said, if, if you would have done that on a first date, I don't know <laughs> what would have happened. <laughs> That's been a weird moment. That's discussing my. It's just that ride. I don't know. It does well, something. I think you don't like to see me out of control. Yeah. I'm about to lose control, and I think I like it. That <laughs> ride. The best food we've had so far was this banana. It's like a French toast, but it's like yeah. a full square of French toast. It's not a slice. It's like a big three-inch by three-inch cube. Do they just take your tray and throw the whole thing in a deep fat fryer <laughs> and hand it back to you? <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible we had a it's the food is so good but it's so bad for you like we had last night we got the monte cristo it's a deep fried thick bread with mm-hmm. cheese inside of it and it's got powdered sugar on the top of it and you dip it in jelly when you eat it you're just like overwhelmed you feel like my body is getting so many calories right now way too fast and and uh, it's a weird experience There's people that come here every day and post on Instagram everything that they've done and and they review. And Jenny follows these people just to get Mm -hmm. the insider dish on what's the best things. Mm -hmm. If Jenny wasn't around, my experience at Disneyland would be much different. Would you just you just stay on Main Street for eight hours? (laughs) I'd be eating probably just a corn dog every day and standing in regular lines and listening to podcasts. Yeah, but now it's all fast pass and it's all mobile ordering. Yeah, so this time we did Max Pass that came with our well, it didn't come with our ticket. We purchased it with our ticket, and it allows you to get your fast pass from your phone, so you don't have to walk to the station to get your fast pass. So. Basically, you have like an hour and a half in between choosing max passes, but you got you get onto the ride within five to ten minutes. Like that is a great thing. I've never heard of that. Is it? Wh- so good. What does it cost? If you don't mind me asking, I think it's fifteen dollars per day. Oh, that's but not it bad. is so worth it. The yeah, fast you can sit stations. in a chair and oh order your food and or arrange your rides for the day, yeah, and you don't have to wait in line. Basically, we haven't waited in your... any line more than five or ten minutes. Yeah, and you can just go up and pick up your food now at these online mobile stations at each restaurant. Mm. But you don't have to wait in line for that. It's, yeah, waiting in line is for suckers. Sure is. Everybody likes to talk about unknown Disney things. Like, let's see, there's a basketball court inside the Matterhorn, apparently. There's Mm. Disneyland is home to hundreds of feral cats. We needed Grandpa to work at Disneyland. We would have fixed that Mm -hmm. problem. 
nine people have died here hmm. in rides. A couple on the Matterhorn just by getting up, and a couple people on the People Mover that used to have here they don't have anymore. One guy died on the rails of the monorail. It might have been a suicide. Oh, that's how I want to go. I freaking love the monorail. <laughs> Every my my kids, my wife, everybody hates it when we go to Disney because. All I do the whole way to Disney and the whole ride on the monorail is sing the monorail song from Simpsons. You can't buy gum anywhere. I chew a lot of gum and I went through my packs and apparently it was Disney. Walt Disney's thing was to not sell gum here. So kind of hate him for that. Did you um, stick any under a bench? I'm getting, yeah, I will. Mm-hmm. So there's the one bench on main street that's on the porch. Now, you have to, if that's free, you got to take it because that thing is never free. We saw it free for like five seconds and that lady ran up and sat down. I will get there and place a quarter under there with my gum. Um, I don't want to see if the quarter that I placed three years ago is still there. So think funny. Think, think funny. Walt Disney uh, inadvertently, he felt guilty for killing his mother. So. He would, if there was ever any repairs at his house or his parents' house, he would send the guys from Disneyland over to do those repairs. And the stove wasn't working at his mom's house. He sent some guys over to work on it, and they didn't fix it right. And there was a gas leak, and his mom died. He felt guilty for that for the rest of his life. Um, I think he sent some animators over to go look at the stove or something. Um, Okay, this is. I thought this was interesting. His last words that he wrote, in his office that they found on a piece of paper was the name Kurt Russell. And Kurt Russell wasn't even famous. He was just starting to be kind of a child actor. And he might have, he was going to probably be in a Disney movie, but that was like his last words on a note that they found. And they showed Kurt Russell this, and he didn't know why he would be the last thing on Walt Disney's mind. So there's a Kurt Russell mystery there. Let's see. Just some notes that we took. Uh, First of all, one of my favorite things about Disneyland is going to the magic shop. Famously, Steve Martin worked there as a kid. I like going in there because I love magic, and they always do tricks, right? Right at the counter there. So we went in there this time, and the guy says, Jenny said, can you do any tricks? And the guy's like, no, we're not performers. And Our faces were like, uh, we were like, what? what? And then he said, Jenny is like, yeah, but they used to do tricks, right? And the guy didn't even answer that question. He just said, we're not performers. <laughs> and so like the left. least magical person I've ever yeah, met at Disneyland. The biggest downer at the magic Ooh. shop. So this, our, this was five minutes into the gate. Our first day there, we're like really looking forward to the magic shop, yeah. and then that was that. Now you got to go in there and fake like you're going to buy something, and really act like you're going to buy it, and then pull out at the last minute in order for them to get a, do a trick for you. So, <laughs> which I'm not above doing. I've done that. <laughs> not my favorite. Um, let's see. I like to walk up to people that are taking pictures, selfies. And say, oh, you want me to take a picture? And then when they stand there and hand me their phone, I take a picture of myself and then walk away and give them the <laughs> phone back. That's a nice move. I recommend that move to others. There's a thing called pin trading. Do you guys know what that is? No, I never heard of it. Yeah, so you, got, so you buy these Disney pins, and they're not cheap. They're expensive. They're like six bucks a piece. And then you, uh, there's all, everywhere you go. At Disney, they have these, you say, you go up to the counter or the little booth and you say, can I see your pins? And they show you all these pins and you can trade your pin for a pin that they have. So it's a totally nerdy thing to do that I've also gotten really into because I've tried to find all the bald, gray bearded characters I can as my mission. 
And uh, so we do that. I make Jenny ask him if they have pins. I'm still not at the point. I kind of, we walk up to him and I say, you say it. <laughs> we do that. Last year I did hats. I took a picture wearing every Mickey Mouse hat possible. I had like 50 hats I had pictures of. We saw something last time that I just wanted to make a note of because I'm not sure if it's happened before or since. We were standing in line and a kid in front of us had a flip phone and he was watching an episode of Facts of Life in line on a flip phone. And I just thought that is so unique that it was worth noting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. I got a lot of questions. <laughs> I don't think I'm ever going to get answers. No. <laughs> um, there's a lot of, uh, <clears throat> so just the people in general, there's a lot of Latino women with eyebrow work, like a lot of heavy eyebrow work, I've noticed. Like short eyebrows or, long, or no, heavy like eyebrows? Like thick. Thick, thick but heavily trimmed, like exactly trimmed, mm-hmm. thick eyebrows. That's not even trimmed. It's um, what is it? Is it drawn tattoo. off? No, it's tattoos. Yeah, actual tattoos. Yeah, makeup tattoos. There's a lot really, of really, really popular. Yeah, well, I don't I understand that. I don't. You understand. wake up with brows. You don't even have to worry about it. That's, yeah, but then that's you're the stuck. tagline. You wake up. But with why brows. go thick? I know. Why not go thin? To Someday start? thick eyebrows won't be in, yeah, and exactly. all these women will have really yeah. huge eyebrows. I'm going to trademark that line, wake up with brows, just for no reason. <laughs> Never use it. Just have somebody someday go, why does this guy trademark this? And what, not is, use it? what if the tattoo artist messed up and he made you look surprised all the time? <laughs> or angry? Isn't there a Seinfeld like that? where? Uh, oh, um, yeah. yeah uh, he's got, they're Uncle like, Leo. whoa. Yeah, he's like, whoa, don't get angry. <laughs> uh, another thing Jenny noticed was that Asians like Winnie the Pooh. Hmm. Um, well, the leader of, uh, well, I shouldn't probably say it, the leader of China, his nickname like is Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Not that's that they're Chinese, because they could be Asian American or from wherever. But um, I've had the thought again of my rent-a-cripple idea, where you, if you, you get a bunch of handicapped people and you rent them out for the day to go to Disneyland with someone else, because it's a total win-win. There's no, you're not hurting anyone by that. So I still think that's a good idea. You guys are interested in a business opportunity. And then uh, you get to go to hell with Mr. Toad at the end of the world. <laughs> after you do that. It's, That's not, it's not hurting anyone. Uh, right. Jesus knows. All right. <laughs> uh, Jesus knows. Um, let's see. Uh, there's a lot of... Uh, most of the day is talk about plans for the day. Like, that's probably 80% of your day. Is it's It's like... A series of conversations about plans for the next hour. That's what Disneyland is. Okay, so you got a fast pass for here, and then we're going to go eat here, and then we do that. I think the fast pass is more designed to keep people occupied talking about it than the actual utility of it. So you so, don't go into the park in the morning with a battle plan of your day? Not the whole day. A lot of people do, actually. Oh, some people there do. are people who just plan out a day at Disneyland for you on Instagram. Like you can hire people to give you the best plan. We don't do that because we have so much time. We we take things like (laughs) that's true because you have me. But we think we take things really slow. We just I think you guys are definitely doing it the right way. It looks like a lot of fun to just know that you can take your time and kind of stretch out and just kind of smell the roses. Park hopper tickets. Once you pay for three days, you know you're paying like a huge chunk of money. Fourth day and fifth day are like. An additional forty dollars or something really, really what inexpensive. What is a ticket right now? What was our five? How much did our five day ticket cost? I don't even cost? know. It was all in the room. 
Okay. I mean, it was all all together with the room. But the reason we like to take five days is we're not in the park right now. You know, we we took big breaks every day and and took rest. But that way, when we when we do go in, we aren't rushed because we know that we have five days. So it's worth it to us to pay like that extra little bit of money to have all of the days and then be able to relax. Yeah. Somebody said, somebody posted something on one of my Facebook pictures that said, you guys, or maybe it was my mom. Either way, she was like, you guys look like you have so many good memories that you're making. And I was like, we are because we're taking the time to do like, we're not rushing and like running to rides and like stressed out about the people in front of us. Like we're just, we don't let it get to us, which I think makes great memories. Like just having a relaxed, calm time. I, so, I don't think I could run to a ride. <laughs> By six o'clock, I'm walking like an old black lady with a bad hip. You know, like they kind of swing their hips. And that's what, that's me. Uh, there's a, there's a lady at my gym and she seems like a really nice lady, but I just kind of picture her like with a, like a church program fanning herself. <laughs> that's, 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 that's all she does outside of the gym is she sits on her porch and fans herself. My knees are pretty dead by the end of it. They're used to 2,000 steps or less a day, and we're getting like 20,000 steps a day. Can you get rascals? <laughs> I want to. I saw a guy coming off of a ride with a rascal, and I, he had a bandage on his leg. And the first thing I thought was lucky because <laughs> you're not, you don't have a permanent disability. You just have a broken foot, and you get to use a rascal. So. You should fake, fake it, Aaron. You should just fake get a bandage set. The problem is it builds on it. So this is our fifth day of 20,000 steps. So it's along the way, you're getting fatter. It's like it's <laughs> compounding the issue. Your, your joints are more worn down and you're getting fatter as you go <laughs> you guys got to tell me about galaxy's edge oh yeah so you walk in the thing i like about it is they constructed this little village town thing it's like you're in you know like in the mandalorian whenever they go into yeah. a town it's dusty and dirty and but there's also technology that's like looks like it's been through the war but it's still modern george lucas calls that a used universe Yes, that's exactly what it is. Analogy for it, so yeah, like the flags are tattered; they have holes in them. But then you look, and there's like this really sophisticated droid or something. It's it's yeah, it's interesting that way. Um, they have full size uh, replicas of Cairo. Ky- <laughs> Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren's ship. Uh, there's a full size Millennium Falcon there. And then there's two like resistance beaters yeah but so they've got it organized so when you come in from fantasy land you there's three entrances and they've kind of split up the the town or the city called batu it's it's a city that's made up i think for disneyland but they've given it a whole history of it where it is in the galaxy etc but they split it all up into different sections so part of it is the first order and part of it is the resistance so you're not you have like all you have your ship your kylo ren ship and like the merchandise store all for the first order right in the same area and then you go into the resistance area so it's not mixed up which i really love and then that's when you have like the um, smugglers run with the millennium falcon and then you go further and you have a couple of where the rise of the resistance is going to be you have two resistance speeders so it's split up into kind of three sections um there's There's only one ride Right yeah, now. until next Monday. Yeah, and it's if you have you done the Star Tours ride? Yeah, where it's, yeah. 
Okay, that thing makes me sick. I not T two. I was gonna say I'm not a not a fan of that one, but no. But apparently this we haven't done this one yet. But apparently it's like that, where it's like a 3D and you're shaking. Mm-hmm. I think you're in the Millennium Falcon mm-hmm. and fighting. Mm-hmm. I just can't take those kind of rides anymore. I can't spin around once normally without getting dizzy and having to sit down without getting a case of the vapors. You yeah. did do it or you did not? No, we haven't. Jenny's okay. going to do it. I'm going to sit down on the bench like the old black lady that I am and just Are let gonna, her enjoy You're going to hold her purse for an hour. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have, I like you having, watching you have fun. That's me. <laughs> I got so dizzy last time, and then we went to the tiki room. Mm. I have nightmares about the tiki room because you sit in there, and I was, like, super dizzy. And then it's so crowded, and all these parrots are, like, in your face singing the same song over and over, and the room is spinning. It was horrible. I can picture Aaron like the Incredible Hulk, just, like, raging. Yes. (laughs) Like, a thousand times they go in the tiki, tiki, tiki. Aaron just It's one of the worst experiences of my life. Like tiki 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 room, and they're like reading real close to your face and coming in and out. And, ah! This time, Jenny bought those uh, Dramamine patches. But the only thing I want to say about those is where you have to place them is in your belly button. <laughs> so Why? I don't know. They say cover the whole of the belly button with this patch. It's the, the weirdest thing. And I think you've been given some false information there, Aaron. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> behind the ear in your bud. <laughs> It says, I, it says behind the ear or over the belly button. That looks weird. And they're these round, circular, band-aid-looking things, like brown, and mine came off in the hot tub. <laughs> so there's never a good round band-aid. It's always a bad thing. If you see one floating, it's not like... <laughs> yeah, it's, not a, it's not a minor scrape. It's a bad... <laughs> I dare you to put two Dramamine patches over your nipples and then get the hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> and, and not reference them. Just have the people looking at you and be like, oh, hey, where are you guys from? Um, there's a little like uh, market area, which is pretty cool. You can walk through. And then there's stormtroopers walking around, interacting with people. Like, And they're pretty, they're not like friendly. They're like really loud and like in your face. Right. I walked up to one of them and I was like, you think the Lakers are going to go all the way this year? And he said, that's not information you need. I got right in my face, and uh, I think I'm going to ask him, does George Lucas have a jawline, or is it just the beard? <laughs> and uh, see what he says to that. <laughs> That's a good question. Oh, we also saw Chewbacca. Which, oh, yeah. Jenny um, loves Chewie. So. so he walks around, and he's actually really hard to stop and talk with you. He's mostly just, he and his cast member are just walking places. But anyway... I had had my Chewbacca shirt on and I yelled out at him to and pointed out my shirt and he stopped and he hugged me and he walked with me for like 30 seconds and interacted with that. Is he full size, like seven foot or is he? He's huge. Okay. Yeah. Probably and seven foot, actually yeah. the first time I met Chewbacca was um, back on our honeymoon and we went into a room to meet him. And she up started in- crying. Okay. That's not what we're talking about right now. <laughs> But he, I put my arm around him, like his middle part, and he was a skinny guy. He was like a tall, skinny guy. Well, Chewbacca's arms are skinny. If you take a good look, like they're hairy and skinny. Yeah, but this guy walking around Galaxy's Edge, he had some form to his Mm. costume. So he, it, like I could feel the guy inside last time I hugged him. I could feel like he was a tall, skinny dude, right? But this guy, you could feel that there was like, armor you know like right. some sort of structure to his costume which yeah. i thought was better yeah. was it former nba center mark eaton <laughs> <Could be. laughs> me and jenny went to disney world we took the operations tour 
uh, behind the scenes operations tour. The only thing interesting about that is that you go into the tunnels underneath and you walk all through the tunnels and the garbage is interesting because first of all, the garbage can that we all know today, that you in a restaurant or wherever, that you put your garbage through and it has the flap. That was invented by Walt Disney because he hated the look of open garbage can. Uh, the second thing is that they have these chutes that you put. They put their garbage bags in anywhere in the park in these chutes, and it shoots the garbage through these big tunnels all the way through the park to the compact. You can tell you that you work in garbage. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's professional development for you. He kept interrupting the tour guide. He's like, I want to hear more about the garbage. This time we got to watch the flag lowering. Oh, yeah, the ceremony. flag retreat. So they do this big, huge thing with the band. I guess that's where you could go if you're really into marching band. I guess you could work for Disney mm-hmm. and be in the marching band. But See, it can take you places. It can. Yeah, it can take you there. That's it. <laughs> Anyway, they lower the flag and they have all the vets that are in the area that want you to stand around the flag and they play all their songs and it's pretty cool. The, the only thing I thought of is I always like, sometimes I, I feel like when I'm at a baseball game or somewhere like that where they say, will the veterans please stand up? I'm so tempted to stand up. I know that I never should, but I like getting mis- perhaps mistaken for a veteran. I don't know if you guys have experienced that. The pride that swells up in your eyes when you're mistaken for a veteran. <laughs> I get it's mistaken great. all the time because yeah. of my uh, American flag tattoo and my shaved head. Yeah. yeah. All the time I get I get mistaken for a veteran. If you can get some tears to well up during the national anthem or stare really stand really straight like like at attention during the national anthem, that's good. <laughs> so so Matt, if somebody yeah. said thank you for your service, would you correct <laughs> Or would you just say thank you and just go on with your day? <laughs> I, I would say th- I would say thanks. Um, I'm very <laughs> proud. Of my, I'm very proud of my service at the uh, Lane County School District. <laughs> I was a public I, service. So. Yeah, I, I think they're referring to my service as a waiter at Denny's. The thing about Disney is just the attention to detail of everything. Yeah, the service you get, you get treated like the king. Yeah. So I, to me, that's the big difference. And just, you know, even my older boys in upper high school, they even have fun and they enjoy it just because it's just a fun environment. I don't care who you are. Like Aaron, you were saying like there's got, there's grown men in Disney shirts. It's, yes. it's, just, it's an environment where that's safe and it's okay. It is. Mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. What you say about the Disney bubble, like we've, I've never, we've never stayed in the Disneyland hotels before. And now that we're in the hotel, you never leave the bubble. So you have a week of just being catered to and everything is safe and friendly. Mm-hmm. Whereas normally we, w- once you walk outside at night, you're in LA, like you're encountered with everything that L- like the super busy traffic upset people. It's just, it hits you. So Nate's countdown this month, last month was very successful. It was a lot of fan engagement. It was, and yeah. It was, it was yeah. movie, get them done, get her done type songs. Like when you needed to do something in a movie. It was 80s. 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 Yes. ass, taking names, getting stuff What's done. Your I remember that I just take names. That's my policy. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead, Nate. Yeah, and that was uh, very successful. And then this month to follow up with the successful countdown you did, what exactly, Nate? <laughs> if So if we were a stock, if we were a penny stock, we were a penny the f- <laughs> previous few months through Michael McDonald and Kenny Loggins and the other stuff yeah. done. And then the 80s countdown, we were probably up to a dollar. 
I mean, yeah. we were hot. The stock was sizzling. Yeah. And yeah. then this month, I'm like, I'm going to completely wrecking ball this all, everything I built, all this good capital I've built with people. And I'm going to go not just Toto songs. No. Days, songs no. that the guys in Toto have played on. <laughs> days. And it has been absolute cricket. It's been, a, it's been a funeral home is what it feels like. I feel like reading it. Like people just scroll by it. Like I'm just going to fill one of my posts just like with the worst profanity you've ever seen. Nobody's reading it. Hey, where's your mom been? Yeah. Where's she been commenting? I don't know. I don't don't check it out. You lost her. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of did it on purpose just to see who's really interested and people just aren't. And that's fine. Uh, People want to see other things, things that are actually interesting. But (laughs) So... It's not something like Toto, which is really <laughs> beyond a couple songs is pretty obscure anyway. Uh, but it's not even that. It's, not it's <laughs> guys from Toto on other songs. It's guys from Toto playing on other songs that you probably haven't heard. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening to the Think Funny Podcast for Aaron Donnelly, Nate's other Matt Donnelly, and... Jenny Donnelly. I guess you guys don't say your names at the end either. So for Nate Sadler. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Matt Donnelly. So long. <laughs> and Jenny. See you, pal. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next week. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Well, sir, there's nothing on earth like a genuine, bona fide, electrified six-car monorail. what I say? Monorail. What's it called? Monorail. That's right, monorail. I hear those things are awfully loud. It glides as softly as a cloud. Is there a chance the track could bend? Not on your life, my Hindu friend. What about us bread and slobs? You'll be given cushy jobs. Were you sent here by the devil? No good, sir. I'm on the level. The ring came off my pudding can. Take my penknife, my good man. I swear it's Springfield's only choice. Throw up your hands and raise your voice. What's it called? Once again. Mono, don't! Thanks for listening to Think Funny. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to like, subscribe, and tell a friend. If you have comments or topics for the guys, you can email them at thinkfunnypodcast at gmail.com. And check out aarondonley.com for today's show notes and much more. Mm-hmm.